0: Get ready to hear the truth about America
1: on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. So is this how it happened? The growing Biden influence peddling corruption scandal? Is this how it happened? Always, always. I mean, fact. I wrote a book, it's sitting right there in my collection of stuff. I wrote a book titled Follow the Money. Follow the money. Is this how it all went down? I'm going to get to that. I got so much stuff going on. This healthcare story, you're totally getting screwed over. Don't create stupidity. There's no need to create stupidity. Just copy genius, right? Peak insanity has arrived with reparations. A lot to get to. Welcome to the Dan Bongino Show. Today's show brought to you by ExpressVPN. Using the internet without ExpressVPN is like checking in your baggage at the airport without a lock. You think your stuff is private, but you never know who can see your personal belongings. Going online without a VPN. Internet service providers, these ISPs, can see every single website you visit. They can sell the information without your consent to ad companies who then use your data to target you. Browse more anonymously when you use ExpressVPN. ISPs can't see your online activity. Your identity is anonymized by a secure VPN server. Your data is also encrypted for maximum protection. ExpressVPN is easy to use. Just fire up the app, click one button. It'll work on all devices, phones, laptops, even routers. So everyone who shares your Wi-Fi can be protected. We use ExpressVPN because it's nobody's business what we're doing online here. No one secure your online activity today. Go to expressvpn.com/bongino. That's Express E X P R E S S. expressvpn.com/bongino, and you can get an extra three months free. It's ExpressVPN. expressvpn.com/bongino. Thanks, ExpressVPN. All right, Joseph, busy Tuesday. So let's go. Let's go, comrades. Yeah. Yes, please. Joe said he's going to start the show with the Soviet National Anthem today because he saw the show prep rundown. Uh, We have so much to get to. So I'm going to power through a lot of really, really fascinating material you need to hear about. First, is this how it happened? The Biden international influence peddling scandal. Being disguised as a classified document scandal is just fascinating. Yesterday's show went nuclear, my code word for viral. Uh, one of our best Monday, considering it was a holiday, one of our best Monday shows in a long time. I told you my theory here, and I believe my theory is accurate. They are not hiding a classified document scandal. None of those documents were found by accident. They were not found by accident. Somebody tipped them off. Somebody said to the DOJ or FBI, hey, these documents are are in Biden's house and in his library. Why? Because that someone was probably under investigation and was working off a sentence. Hey, if you give us information, we'll cut some time off your sentence. It's the only way. Biden's trying to make it out like this was some voluntary outreach. I played you the cut yesterday. They did to the DOJ because they were just being cooperative about the documents. Documents they had for six years? Joe, all of a sudden they wanted to do outreach? What, it, what, what the hell is this, a camping trip? Yeah. And you believe this? Follow the money. They were hiding something with these classified documents, and one of the people involved in the hiding clearly knew about it. Now, you can always, always tell the severity of a Democrat scandal. How? Anybody know? Anybody listen? Any, any suggestions here from the- You don't hear much about it. Yeah. You don't hear much about it. You will- Watch the left-wing goons in the media's response. The left-wing goons will always give you a good indicator as to the severity scale of the scandal. If they melt down and all start parroting the same talking points, conspiracy theory, not the same thing, Trump did worse, this is no big deal. When they start parroting the same talking points, you know they've been told, take it to the bank. They have been told by someone, hey, this is bad. It's time to push this speech ball underwater. Here's what I mean. Check out this montage of media people desperate to make this thing disappear. Check it out.
2: In November, President Biden's lawyers found less than a dozen documents in an office he used in Washington and turned them over to the National Archives.
3: about it. That's not the sort of thing you need a special counsel for. If you're a vice president or a president, you have a little more flexibility to move stuff around. There's no crime, not by any person and with no relationship to Biden. The Trump investigation and this Biden investigation are completely different. I think everyone understands that. This couldn't look more worse even though the cases are so different
2: completely different based on what the biden team is telling us so far
3: they couldn't be more different the
2: facts are very very different very different from what happened at mar-a-lago two completely different situations completely different completely
3: different so completely different these two incidents are as different as night and day it is night and day different from trump there seems to be a night and day difference here it's night and day how worried are you that the classified documents issue facing the president will distract from Democrats overall goals. Sadly, this document
2: uh, taking from uh, vice president Biden is going to be a distraction. A special counsel investigation will no longer uh, will no doubt be a distraction for the White House from a national security homeland security perspective. It's a huge distraction.
1: That goes on for at least another 30 seconds. I cut it short just to show you you can always gauge the severity of a scandal by activist left-wing media communists and their reaction to it. Now, when that doesn't work, that this is no big deal. It's a nothing burger. Trump did worse. Republicans are making it up. What do they go to next? Every single time they go to Republicans Pounce. Every single time. It only took, what, a week? Here we go. ABC frets that the GOP is pouncing on Biden over document scandal. They revel in the No Delaware visitor logs. I'll get to that in a minute, too. Mary Bruce, an ABC commentator, went into attack mode, saying Republicans who've shown little interest in investigating Trump's handling of classified documents are now pouncing on the president. It's the actual word for Repo- They actually went with the pouncing. Why does Republicans' pounce happen? The Democrats know they have a scandal on their hands. They know they have to cover it. Why? Because if they don't cover it, it'll be clearly obvious they're covering up again. So they try to, you know, because they're trying to pretend to give you a patina of journalistic pseudo integrity that they're covering the story. So because they don't want to cover the story honestly, they don't cover the Democrat scandal. They focus only on the Republican reaction to the scandal to take up a limited amount of space to avoid covering the Democrat portion of the scandal. You get it? Republicans pounce on leap on seize on once you see republicans pounce stories you will never unsee them just a note on those visitor logs a white house visitor logs uh, at private residences it it's listen i'm here to give you the truth okay i'm not here to bs you this is a huge enormous scandal this classified documents international influence peddling potentially money moving around scandal but having said that It is not unusual for a traditional log of visitors at a private residence, even during the presidency, not to be kept. Now, having said that, there should be some record of name checks. That's different. But a list of visitors, remember the staff, the Secret Service doesn't say ever who meets with the president. They don't. But what if it's a terrorist? Folks, it happened all the time. Yasser Arafat used to meet with the presidents all the time. No, I'm serious. Taliban representatives. The staff says who meets with the president. The Secret Service, they can name check them. They can secure them, make them go through a magnetometer, pat them down. But they don't tell the president who he meets with or not. If the president wants to meet with a terrorist, he can meet with a terrorist. That surprises a lot of people, but it's true. Then a Secret Service isn't going to let you walk in there with a bomb or a gun. But... They'll, they may name check you, but how, the visitor logs thing is not totally unusual. Name checks, there should be a record of though. Just a note on that. Um, again, did this for a long time, so I don't want to get, I don't like when people get kind of taken off highway ramps. Let's stick to the following the money here. This is a huge scandal. Here's what I mean by follow the money. So now we know that Joe Biden, in one of his last trips when he was vice president, which is really unusual in the days before Obama and Biden were leaving the White House, decided to go over to Ukraine. We know Biden was pushing Obama to give Ukraine weapons. Obama didn't want to give Ukraine weapons. We know Biden's son was working in Ukraine for a corrupt natural gas company. It was under investigation, despite having no natural gas experience. The only question now is, was that money that went to Hunter Biden for this no-show job, apparently, Was it making its way back to Joe Biden and how? Well, Miranda Devine and others may be on to something. Here's a tweet from Miranda Devine. In 2018, Hunter Biden claimed he owned the house. Joe Biden kept the classified documents alongside his Corvette in the garage. He was doing a background screening for another place, apparently out in, uh, I think, L.A. somewhere. And notice what he puts down there, that he is, his previous address, uh, he, he goes over and, and he puts down as a as a reference that Delaware location and notice the rent he says he paid forty nine thousand nine hundred and ten dollars. Now I want to be really careful about that. That may not mean rent for that specific place, but there's no question. If you read this Breitbart piece by Wendell Hughesbow, it's in the newsletter today. Bongino slash newsletter. Sign up for the newsletter, uh, please. The stuff is all free, of course. Hunter paid for 2010 repairs on the Delaware House where Joe Biden stashed his classified documents. Here's the question. Was this the scheme? Follow the money. Was Joe Biden pushing his son for this job? Pay my son in Ukraine. I'll lobby for you to get weapons. The son then funnels money back through paying for Biden's expenses, his living expenses. Is this how the money was kind of laundered back to Joe Biden? Now, there's no doubt Biden's pushing for weapons for Ukraine while his son is employed there. You don't have to take my word for it. Just read the Washington Post. Again, from yesterday, get back again today. How Russia's aggression in Ukraine is shaping Biden's actions today. Biden, as Obama's point man on Ukraine, wanted to ship more lethal weapons to the country, but was overruled by his boss. It's right there, ladies and gentlemen, in the Washington Post. Was this the real quid pro quo they were freaking out about, hence why they lost their minds when Donald Trump was asking Zelensky, the Ukrainian president, in that now infamous phone call, according to left. was this why they freaked out? Because uh, is this what Trump, by the way, when he put out on truth the other day, that he has dirt on everyone? Is this what he's talking about? Biden was pushing for Ukrainian weapons in exchange for Ukraine, giving his son a job? Money funneled back to him to pay for his life expenses and his house? Ladies and gentlemen, I'm telling you, you're looking at one of the biggest scandals you've seen in modern presidential history. There is zero doubt. The only question is not, is it a scandal and is it huge? It's how deep, how wide, and how far does this thing go? What did Biden know and when did he know it? Now, moving on. We covered that yesterday. I am going to get to a little more of this stuff later. Liberals stay dopey about this because they listen to, again, people in the left-wing media. Stay dopey, Libs. They don't do what we do. We study them. They ignore us. It gives us a tactical advantage in political fights. It's why we continue to win and make progress. We have the House. We won the presidency last time. This is why we make progress, despite not having academia, sports, entertainment, the culture, nothing. Because the left, I'm not kidding, folks, are just plain stupid. They don't understand us. They stay dopey. They really believe this is some conspiracy theory, this whole thing about Biden. I want to show you a story you may think is some kind of incidental nonsense. It is a huge thing. Not because of the story per se, but it totally sums up what you and when you learn how to pick these stories out and see them, you will never unsee them. So, you may have heard about this war on gas stoves the Biden administration and the left is undertaking. The left wants everything electric. Why? They, uh, you know, they, they, really because they want to destroy the energy infrastructure of the United States. But their stated reason is they want clean energy. Windmills will power the electric, electric stoves, charge your car. Of course, none of that's practical because the left doesn't want windmills either because it re, uh, ruins their view in their waterfront homes. Uh, so, that's all nonsense, too. None of this is actually practical. So the Biden administration has this war going, and the Democrats with gas stoves. They don't want gas in your house. They want everything to be electric. You get it? This is so epidemic of how libs stay dopey. So they got busted, and a bunch of conservatives, and insane people, were like, wait, 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 I can't cook on gas? Like, what are you, are we living in a tyranny? Are you crazy? So the left gets caught, and of course, what did it turn into? A conspiracy theory. The gas stoves conspiracy theory. I want you to listen to The Morning Lunatic on MSNBC. Keep in mind, this is a real story. I'll show you in a minute. The left is absolutely at war with gas stoves. But because they got busted, they want you to believe these media decanoes, they want you to believe you're crazy and you didn't see what you just saw. Leading the way in decanoes, Again, is the morning mess at MSNBC? Listen to him frame up this gas stove story, and this is again how liberals stay dopey. Check this out.
0: <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! This is this is this is an issue that you that you 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 look and you want to see how politics gets crazy. You get one side gets like a small kernel. Of something,
2: half a kernel,
0: and they put it in the ground and they, and they water it, water it, oh, try to get it to grow. And and so, this gas stove thing you get some bureaucrat saying something that has no power, and then suddenly you have Ron DeSantis.
1: So, I'm going to protect your gas. Everybody's you know, talking about gas stoves, gas. It's so stupid. So, here's the schmo repeating, as Guy said, uh, the current thing. The current thing now is it's a conspiracy theory. The liberal war on gas stoves. That's the current thing. Now, liberals stay dopey and they laugh. <laughs> Stupid conservatives. War on gas stoves. Here, Time. You read Time. That's a left-wing rag. Nick Popley, apparently too dumb to do his homework or her. I don't even know who it is. How gas stoves became the latest right-wing cause in the culture wars. Now you're reading this, Joe, and you're like, gosh, I must be crazy. Look at me. I'm such a lunatic. I thought yeah. the left was going after gas stoves. I mean. Really, I must be a moron. I clearly overreacted. I should really learn to control myself. Valium, maybe sedatives. Uh, I must have just read that whole story wrong, which is really strange. Because I've been reading about this story uh, for months and weeks now about the liberal war, not just on gas stoves, but gas cars and everything else. And it's really funny because a guy who does have, that does have actual authority, that he, uh, uh, the morning schmo says is some nameless, faceless bureaucrat. This is Richard Trumpka Jr. His dad is only uh, one of the uh, biggest uh, union advocates, you know, an extremely powerful man. Well, he was appointed the Consumer Product Safety Commissioner head, and he's a regulator. And he, has, and, and according to this Washington Examiner story, he ignited a political frenzy this week when he said in an interview that the agency was weighing a ban on gas stoves due to health hazards. I, I thought we were told that was a conspiracy theory. So, as the guy's ahead of the Consumer Product Safety Commission, he is pushing a ban on gas stoves to these fictitious health hazards. They obviously exaggerate because this is a Green New Deal thing, and yet we're the crazy people for noticing. Oh, this uh, isn't this a Michael Anton thing? Isn't this the celebration parallax? This is the celebration parallax. If you don't celebrate what they're doing, or no, no, this is a this isn't happening. But it's great that it is.
3: Yeah. No, this isn't happening.
1: But it's great that it is because read this story in New York: Hochul wants gas stove ban. The governor, liberal Democrat governor, for new homes in 2025 can stay in existing homes. Wow! Yeah, he says it's very generous of her. Thank you, uh, Kathy Hochul. That's uh, weird. I thought I, I thought that I thought that was a conspiracy theory. Didn't the schmo just say it was? He said it was just a nameless bureaucrat. But that's, that's the governor of a. What is it, the third or, no, fourth largest state in the country right now? Sorry, people are leaving. Florida overtook you. That's kind of weird. He just told us that was a conspiracy theory. Folks, there is a beautiful piece in the Wall Street Journal by Jerry Baker, who, by the way, is, again, no, he's not some far right guy. He's a pretty down the middle establishment Republican guy. So he doesn't get fired up about a lot. He has a piece that just so beautifully sums this up. How the left does this. Oh, that's not happening, the war on gas stoves. But it's great that it is. Look at Kathy Hochul, what she's doing. You got to celebrate this stuff. It's called How the Gas Stove in Your Kitchen Became a Symbol of Freedom, Gerard Baker, the Wall Street Journal. he this is great. Listen to this. This is once you notice this stuff, that's not happening, but it's great that it is. You'll never unnotice it. Because the minute you notice the stuff on the left and make a big stink about it, They lose their minds and say it's a conspiracy theory. Remember another example? The Ministry of Truth. The minute we noticed the disinformation ministry and scary poppins, they were like, it's a conspiracy theory. We're like, really? Because that's the lady's actual name. Nina Jankowicz. Like, we have her name. She was actually appointed there. Here, Baker says, this is how this thing goes down. An unelected official proposes some indefensible new regulation, the gas stoves ban in the name of science that materially and adversely affects the lives of tens of millions of Americans who use gas stoves, and it's somehow another front opened by the right wing in their culture wars. Baker notes, it happens all the time. You can frame a good deal of political and cultural evolution of the country in the past few decades in this way. The left elites compel adherence to their latest ideological orthodoxy, and anyone questioning it is waging culture war, Jerry Baker? Yes, bingo. That that oh, there's the examples go on and on. CRT, CRT. Oh, the Republican conspiracy. CRT's not being uh, taught in schools, really? Uh, it's not because we have the textbooks. It's on websites. He notices by he notes by the way, Baker. Just to wrap this piece up, I got some other stuff coming up. Peak insanity. Five million in reparations coming up. Go nowhere. I gotta please. I'm gonna be rude. Baker says, and to all the maniacs and conspiracy theorists on the left out there promoting this, well, this is Republicans going far right, promoting conspiracy theories about gas stoves. He notes a Gallup poll, Gallup, no right-wing pollster, by the way, that surveyed thousands of Americans and found that it's the Democrat Party, not the GOP. It's moved toward the extreme. (laughs) They're the nuts, not you. Stay dopey, libs. It's been an ongoing theme of the show. I got that coming up next. Reparations and another clip on MSNBC showing you how division is the point with these people. This is the point. First and next sponsor, you own a business it has been a bumpy ride. From pandemic the pandemic to inflation, I'm sure you could use a break. Innovation refunds can help. If your business has five or more employees and managed to survive COVID, you could be eligible to receive a payroll tax rebate of up to $26,000 per employee. It's not a loan. There's no payback. It's a refund of your taxes. The challenge is getting your hands on it. How do you cut through the red tape and get your business the refund money? Go to GetRefunds.com. The team of tax attorneys they put together are highly trained in this little-known payroll tax refund program. They've already returned $1 billion to businesses. They can help you too. They do all the work. There's no charge up front. They simply share a percentage of the cash they get for you. Businesses of all types can qualify, including those who took PPP, nonprofits, even those that had increases in sales. To find out if your business qualifies, just go to getrefunds.com, click on qualify me and answer a few questions. These payroll tax refunds are only available for a limited amount of time, so don't miss out. Go to getrefunds.com. That's getrefunds.com. Thanks, getrefunds.com. Here's how they stay dopey. And they actually believe, despite polling, and the fact that I told you this gas stove war is real and they started this thing. Here's how they stay dumb and believe it's a right-wing conspiracy theory. Of course, they listen to the schmo and others. And they listen to other media outlets. It's why they believe Hunter Biden's just some innocent victim. But staying dopey has real consequences in the real world. Because when liberals stay dopey, the the, the 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 ideological proposals that come forward get dumber and dumber and dumber over time. Here's one emanating out of San Francisco that'll find its way around the country. Don't laugh this off, folks. A lot of people go, out ah, it's San Francisco. Nobody buys their craziness over there. Joe lives in Maryland. I lived in Maryland. I grew up in New York. Nobody understands on the radio blue states as well as I do. I lived there my entire life. I've run in them. Do not for a second think that they don't serve as incubators for what happens in the rest of the country. How many things did we see emanate out of Maryland that started first that were considered Maryland the New York? Crazy ideas that made their way around the country. It happens. This is what they do. San Francisco, you can see in this Fox piece, be in the newsletter today as well is proposing reparations payments. How much? $5 million to each black longtime resident and total debt forgiveness. Ladies and gentlemen, peak insanity has arrived. Now, you may say to yourself, asking people who did nothing wrong to pay people who are not wronged by a historically awful crime that hundreds of thousands died and millions sacrificed to wipe the stain away from this country of. You might say to yourself, asking people to pay other people who did no wrong, who weren't wrong, well, wouldn't that divide a bunch of people up as I'm forced to give basically my entire, uh, you know, nest egg I built up for my family away to other people I did nothing wrong to? The answer is, yeah, of course that would divide you. That's the freaking point. Folks, this has nothing to do with reparations or slavery. Nothing. Slavery, thank the Lord, is a stain on this country that we fought a civil war to wipe clear. We remember it, we teach it, to never go back to these awful moments in our history. But that is not something that's impacted people currently. The division is the point. Remember, the socialist long-term goal it's to separate you from everything that matters in your life and is an anchor for objective truth. Your family, your church. Why? So that they can move in and swoop in with the state, surgically attach you to the nipple of the state, and make you never leave. It's my chaos theory. Liberals love chaos. Because if they seek and get chaos, Antifa in the streets, BLM in the streets, People will do what, Joe? They will give up everything, forfeit everything to get back to stability and normalcy, even if it means forfeiting their liberty to the government. Mm -hmm. The division is the point. I want you to watch this clip. It may seem unrelated, but it's not. This is an MSNBC clip with the absolutely hapless Nicole Wallace, a grifter of the highest order. It's a clip of Nicole Wallace and this clown, Jason Johnson, who I was happy to just destroy in a Politicon debate on Spygate. So much so, they were embarrassed. They had to have the moderator rescue them. It was hilarious if you saw it. They had to, you guys, it's so unbelievable what happened. The moderator started dropping F-bombs at me because I was making his two panelists on Spygate. Uh, What's that guy? David Frum and this idiot look so stupid because they knew nothing about the case. Here's Jason Johnson and Nicole Wallace. Watch this clip. They're talking about voting patterns, voter fraud in the Republican Party. And it just sums up how the division, not facts, is the point. Check this out.
2: And I remember Republicans called me after 2020 and they said, well, what kind of voter integrity law would would you be happy with? I said, none. There isn't any voter fraud and it's already a crime. We have criminal statutes in every state, and every locality and at the federal level. If you vote illegally, it's a crime. And you know who commits those crimes? Republicans, Trump voters. So how do we inject reality and how do we make the democracy agenda? I mean, it's it's insane to me that only Democrats are fighting for voting rights in America. How do we make that? How do you take the partisanship out of access to the polls?
3: I don't think you can take partisanship out of it because really the partisanship is just a proxy for racism. I mean, like, let, let's be clear. When when you have voter suppression laws in a place like Ohio, you, you have and we've seen this sociologically, that there's a certain segment of white people in America who would rather have their own lives inconvenience than run the risk of black people being on an equal plane. Because frankly, all these voter suppression laws, they hurt white people, too. Right. The the intention is to keep black people from voting, but it inconveniences everybody. I am very sure that somebody living in Lorain, Ohio, doesn't like the fact that their ID cards and things don't work the way they used to as well.
1: Okay, folks, division is the point, not facts. They could go to the Heritage Foundation. I put the link for you in the newsletter there. You can show your liberal friends. They have an entire database of voter fraud incidents around the United States. Nicole Wallace told you it didn't exist. You see, Nicole Wallace could go to her favorite search engine, the liberal Google, where there's communists and everything, and just Google this herself. She could even go to the link and look. She doesn't want to. It's right there. Is the problem ubiquitous? That's open for debate. Does the problem exist? It's right there in the database. 1,400 proven instances with 1,200 criminal convictions of voter fraud. That's just what we know about. And then Jason Johnson, again, just the guy is one of the dumbest human beings commenting on TV. Wrecked him at that debate. It was hilarious to watch him try to spin. Here, 538. I thought he said there's mass voter suppression going on or whatever. Really? Turnout was high again in 2022. Is this the new normal? Ladies and gentlemen, division is the point. Example number 6422. You know Sheila Jackson Lee? A deranged congresswoman, just a a, a serious, crazy person. Also one of the most difficult members up there to work for. Just ask these anonymous staffers who she's canned and who've been let go. She introduced one of the single craziest lunatic bills I have ever seen. But again, division is the point. I'll tell you about that in a minute. She wants to prosecute people for speech. I've got some suggestions on who she should go for first. First, let me get to our next sponsor, iTarget. The website's iTargetPro.com. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, you have to train with your firearm. Proficiency and safety are the two most important thing that, uh, things that matter. You've heard me talk for years about one of my favorite sponsors because I use this product, iTarget. If you have one, I'm going to take you to the next level. If not, this new product is something you need to get. you got to train with that firearm. You ever seen competitive shooters practice timing drills on the range? Imagine being able to do that at home anytime you want without spending a dime on ammo. That's what the new iTarget Cube does. The iTarget Cube is fully compatible with your existing laser rounds. You can buy one or upgrade to the three-pack for a truly unique training experience. Compete with friends, practice clearing drills, or use random mode to test your ability to react, all while the system times every shot you take. Right now, save 10% plus free shipping with the offer code DAN when you go to iTargetPro.com iTarget comes in most calibers from 9mm, two two three, so you can train with almost any firearm. It's the easiest and most cost-effective way to train. It pays for itself in a single day. That's the letter I, I-T-A-R-G-E-T, iTargetPro.com, iTargetPro.com. People love this product. Use offer code DAN, iTargetPro.com. Thanks, iTarget. Here's what I'm talking about. Again, division is the point, folks. These people have nothing else. Chaos is the point. You can see in this Red State article, Sheila Jackson Lee is introducing legislation to make white people criticizing minorities a, f- a federal crime. So, if I read that, I had to read this twice because, again, it's one of those stories that sometimes I feel like left wingers plant them for us to quote, pounce on them only to humiliate us later. So, it's one of those stories. I was like, my antenna went up and I'm like, nah, I don't think this is real. No, it's real. So, Sheila Jackson Lee is proposing a bill that a white person who vilifies a non-white person and their words end up on social media and they're accessible by, quote, persons who are predisposed to engaging in any action in furtherance of white supremacy-inspired hate crime would be committing a federal crime. If you're saying to yourself, what the does that mean? Exactly. But I want you to pay very close attention. She says, listen, if, if, if you say something that some crazy person then takes and goes and commits a crime and it's antagonism based on replacement theory. This is the bill, H.R. 61. It's right there. You can see it. If you mention replacement theory, you could be guilty of a federal crime. If you're saying to yourself, that kind of sounds like a First Amendment violation, you're not Looney tunes. You're probably right. So, <laughs> So I have some uh, potential perps here, you know, perpetrators. Call oh. them oh, perps in the business. Yeah, I do. I have some. Uh, I, Joe, I think they should run with this. And I'm suggesting the first people that should be investigated for mentioning replacement theory is Michelle Goldberg in the New York Times. New York Times. Is that the New York Post? No, no. The New York Times, <laughs> who wrote a piece in October of 2018 titled, We Can Replace Them. Uh, what do you think? You think, fellas, get the FBI out there? Christopher Ray, subject number one. Sheila Jackson Lee, if that bill's signed, want to see her. The first investigative subject right there. Maybe in a lineup. Maybe in a lineup we put her in, like the usual suspects. That was English. Now, there's another subject I'd like to see investigated. Uh, His name happens to be Joseph Biden. Here's Joe Biden giving a little speech, by the way, all on video for everyone to see, discussing demographic destiny and uh, what the left characterizes as replacement theory. The FBI should go after him, too. That's when they're not investigating classified documents, if they're doing anything at all. Check this out.
0: Not only our Muslim communities, but African communities, Asian communities, Hispanic communities. And and the wave still continues. It's not going to stop, nor should we want it to stop. As a matter of fact, uh, um, it's one of the things I think we can be most proud of. So, uh, so there's a second thing in that black box, an unrelenting stream of immigration, nonstop, nonstop. Folks like me who were Caucasian of European descent for the first time in 2017 will be in an absolute minority in the United States of America, absolute minority. Fewer than 50% of the people in America from then and on will be white European stock. That's not a bad thing. That's a,
1: that's a source of our strength. Yet another example, as Guy just accurately stated, just like the war on gas stoves, they say is not happening. But it's great that it is. Kathy Hoka loves it. This is another example of that. Replacement theory. That's not happening. Matter of fact, if it is, you should be federally prosecuted. But by the way, it's great that Joe Biden and the New York Times talk about it all the time because we really love it. It's just, it's right there, man. It's right. How do you watch this show and come away with the idea that your liberal friends are sane? How? I'm listen. self praise thinks I get it, bro. I totally get it. But there's nothing we say we don't back up with receipts and video. You just saw it. The war on gas stoves. The money trail for Biden. The replacement theory being a leftist theory, they push all the time. The book, what's that? The voter suppression. Voters are being suppressed. Record turnout in twenty twenty two. They lie to you. Why are you so stupid on the left? Listen, just a quick. I got a lot to get to. I shouldn't get sidetracked. But a lady sent me a message on Facebook yesterday. Dan, I have a tough time listening to the show. You very insulting to liberals. Listen, I'm sorry. I'm I'm forty eight years old and I'm not changing. I don't like these people. I hate what they're doing to America. They're destroying the place. And I've got to be honest with you. I appreciate you listening. If the show's not for you, it's not for you. But I feel no obligation whatsoever to try to be kind and to put lipstick on this pig. These people we're dealing with are doing this on purpose. They need to be called out and called out in the roughest way uh, rhetorically possible. I'm sorry. I'm done being nice. You want cutesy time. You're right. The show's probably not for you. Because stuff like this is happening too. Folks, there's a 30-front war going on in your civil liberties and freedom in the Constitution. No, I mean that. When the left loses elections, what happens? They move to the courts to try to get done what they couldn't win at the ballot box. When they lose in the courts, they pressure corporations. When they lose with corporations, they move to the bureaucracy. The left is so committed to disarming you and taking away your firearms because they know, they know the greatest threat to a tyrannical government, is a safe and secure population that has the right to self-protection. They understand that. That is why they are so committed to destroying your ability to protect yourself and your family. Did you read this story at The Blaze? It's about this new ATF rule. Millions of people, tens of millions of these have been sold, Of pistols have been sold with stabilizing braces for people who are disabled. So they can fire these, uh, given that their other arm, uh, their other arm probably doesn't work. Well, one of their arms doesn't work. These were sold legally because the ATF and the government, of course, wants to take away any ability, nip by nip by nip, and, and nip away at you each time, biting away little chunks of your Second Amendment. Right? They all of a sudden said, No, we're going to ban all those. You didn't hear this story? What about J.B. Pritzker, the hack communist governor, uh, governor, by the way, of Illinois, a goon and a hack and a communist? who now decided that he's going to enact a de facto assault weapons ban, plainly unconstitutional, just like the new ATF rule. That's not a law, by the way. Plainly unconstitutional. Here's J.D. Pritzker basically threatening any sheriff that upholds his constitutional oath, protects the Constitution, and doesn't listen to this Soviet. Check this out.
3: I think it's a lot of grandstanding, frankly, and Mm -hmm. I know there are some of them that are opposed to the law. uh, But the fact is they've signed an oath of office, uh, to uphold and enforce the laws of the state mm-hmm. of Illinois, and I expect them to do so.
0: What penalty would state residents pay if they don't abide by that and within the next year come forward and register their weapons in this category?
3: Well, it begins with a fine. Uh, mm-hmm. If they if they don't, uh, you know, if they're caught under this law, it begins with a fine. Uh, but a second instance, uh, it is a class four felony.
1: You see how they are so eager to criminalize tens of millions of Americans at the state and federal level? And sheriffs, by the way, who uphold their constitutional oath and say, no, 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 I swore an oath to the Constitution. I'm not enforcing this unconstitutional nonsense. He threatens them, too. You want to see who these people really are? American patriots, liberty lovers, just want to be left alone by these tyrant goon Soviets trying to steal away our civil liberties. They just want to be left alone. I want you to listen to this grotesque human being in the White House, this rotting bag of oatmeal. Here is again Joe Biden in a really shocking moment at an MLK Day speech yesterday. Unbelievable. Taking advantage of Martin Luther King Day to threaten the American citizenry that disagrees with him. With F-15s and to turn our military on. Oh no, it happened. Listen to this.
0: I'm going to get assault weapons banned. I did it once. I'm going to do it again. There's no social redeeming value. Deer aren't wearing Kevlar vests out there. What the hell you need a assault? No, I'm serious. And ban the number of bullets and go in a the magazine. There's no, no need for any of that. I love my right-wing friends who talk about the tree of liberty is water with the blood of patriots. If you need to work about taking on the federal government, you need some F-15s. You don't need an R-A-R-15. I'm serious. Think about it. Think about the rationale for this. It's about money.
1: I saw an interesting response from a commentator on Twitter who said, um, this is really kind of a tactically inefficient maneuver by Joe Biden. The way to get Americans interested in defending themselves and their family from tyrants, criminals, nutbags, and lunatics is probably not to threaten them with F-15s and using the military they pay for against them. Just a thought, fellas. Just a thought. But that's who this goon rotting bag of oatmeal in the White House really is. By the way, he means every bit of that. He's not the first leftist, Eric Swalwell and others, to threaten the use of nukes and everything else against us. It's right there. That's who Joe Biden is. That's what you're dealing with. And by the way, I love how they always leave the second part of the Thomas Jefferson Tree of Liberty quote out. Here's the actual quote because Biden's a moron and he leaves the second part out. The Tree of Liberty must be refreshed from time to time with the blood of patriots and tyrants. It is its natural manure. You notice how they leave the tyrants part out every time? Somehow implying that a bunch of us are going to like storm the White House because he's an idiot. He's an imbecile, Joe Biden. But the thing is, he's a corrupt imbecile. And corrupt imbeciles are very dangerous. Of course, they don't want cops protecting you either. I'm going to get to that in a second. Another Biden gem from the MLK Day speech where, again, crap's all over the cops out there implying somehow that the cops are out there shooting to kill every time they drab the, uh, take out their weapons. Why? Because Biden is an imbecile. He apparently has no idea about a use of force continuum. Or if he does, he's lying to you because division is the point. I'm leaning towards the latter. Sad, folks. Sad stuff. Let me get to this. LifeLock. I had my identity stolen once. It was pretty terrible. It took me about six months to clean up. Get LifeLock by Norton. Bluetooth wireless technologies become a popular choice for easy information sharing between devices. But with most technologies as with them, cybercriminals now have ways to attack our Bluetooth. Some include stealing personal information, others try to send you unsolicited messages that may contain malicious attachments. And finally, some attacks can take over your device, spy on you, even impersonate you. It's important to understand our cybercrime and identity theft are affecting our lives. Your personal information gets exposed so often, making it really easy, dangerously easy for a cyber criminal to steal your identity. Protecting your identity can be easy with LifeLock by Norton. I have it. I have it for my whole, whole family. Can't recommend it enough. Why? Because LifeLock detects and alerts you to potential identity threats you may not spot on your own, like crimes committed by thieves pretending to be you. And if you do become a victim of identity theft, a dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it for you. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses. But it's easy to help you protect yourself with LifeLock. Identity theft protection starts with LifeLock. Join now. Go today. Don't wait. Save up to 25% off your first year at LifeLock.com slash Bongino. B-O-N-G-I-N-O. That's LifeLock.com slash Bongino for 25% off. Don't get your identity stolen. It was a real hassle for me. LifeLock.com slash Bongino. Here's what I mean about Biden again. This growing epic tyranny, how this guy lies all the time in an effort to diminish your right to protect yourself and your family. Now here's the kicker. He not only wants to take your firearms away, he just said it, threatening to attack you with F-15s. He doesn't want the cops protecting you either. Listen to him lie about how use of force works. The cops on police officers in America, there isn't a single police academy in America you can cite to me that trains its officers to shoot, to kill. Bad guys. Not a single one. But listen to Biden on MLK Day. Try to divide America again, because that's exactly who the rotting bag of oatmeal is. Check this out.
0: We have to retrain cops as to why should you always shoot for de- with deadly force? The fact is, if you need to use your weapon, you don't have to do that. And look, to call a fresh approach to recruit and how we recruit, how we hire, how we train, how we promote and how we retain,
1: retain And for law enforcement. Folks, the fact that this man is the commander in chief and is unaware that law enforcement in the United States fires their weapons to stop the threat of a serious physical injury or death and fires with weapons or draws their weapons to stop, not to kill, to stop while they shoot center mass because that's the biggest target. They don't shoot to kill. Let me ask you this. There are entities that shoot, uh, shoot to kill. They're largely military entities that are dealing with war, not domestic law enforcement. They'll do things. They'll do double taps. They'll do dead checks. You know what a dead check is? You guys know what that is? No. It's in the military when you want to make sure the bad guy's dead because bad guys will get shot and they'll fake being dead. So you so what do you do? Well, you take the butt of your gun, you stick it in the sternum, and you scratch it. Why? You ever have something pushed into your sternum and scratched? You can't pretend to be dead. It freaking hurts. There's another thing they do to dead check. You know what they do? Boop, the poke in the eye. You can pretend to be dead. You poke someone in the eye, they're going to flinch. Our military does that. Law enforcement doesn't dead check people because they don't shoot to kill, you idiot. They shoot to stop. If they have to shoot because you're about to kill someone, then you drop the gun and give up. They don't go up and put one in the back of your head that explain it pretty well? Freaking idiot in the White House we have. By the way, the war in your Second Amendment isn't stopping. You see the story by Gukowski, Stephen, and the Reload? Wells Fargo canceled this Wex Gunworks. Now, Wells Fargo is saying, ah, that wasn't based on the industry. We'll see. I'm just going to tell you this, folks. Um, listen, I set up ParallelEconomy.com for you. It is totally up to you. I don't push this stuff down your throats. ParallelEconomy.com. It is my Credit card processing company I have with partners. We are the anti-cancel culture one. I'm just telling you, if you've got the opportunity, transfer your business. We will happily uh, take care of you. Paralleleconomy.com, and you won't have to worry about getting canceled. We don't work with banks that cancel people. Your call, I don't mention it often, but stuff like this is going to get more and more common. By the way, one of the reasons I'm skeptical of Wells Fargo's response that they didn't cancel this gun dealer because of the industry is Wells Fargo's history of wokeism? Here was Christopher Rufo on with Tucker Carlson not that long ago, talking about apparently some policy to use race in determining how you get a mortgage. I heard that. I go, What? Is is this the same bank here? Take a look.
3: Wells Fargo used to be the biggest mortgage lender in the United States. Now they're downsizing. Instead of offering mortgages to everyone, they're going to focus instead on giving mortgages to, quote, individuals and families in minority communities. In other words, not lending money to white people. Is that illegal? The journalist and filmmaker Chris Rufo has been on this story. We should tell you that Governor DeSantis of Florida has just appointed Rufo to the board of trustees at the new College of Florida in an effort to end the ideological rot there. Chris Rufo joins us now. Chris, thanks so much for coming on. This is another one of those stories that you feel like this has to be too far. Um, tell us what you know about it. Well what we're seeing is the emergence of two separate standards based on race and the disappearance of this idea that everyone should be treated equally under the law and then judged according to the behavior. I think it's important for conservatives to understand that these programs are not simply a hypocrisy or a or kind of two sides of a different of a same standard. They're actually entirely different standards. We're creating a moral basis based on identity that is seeking to seeking to supplant or replace a moral basis on behavior. And these companies are just following the lead of the academics, the universities, the activists on the left. And they're saying, uh, we're going to not judge people on their financial solvency or reliability, uh, but on the basis of a racial revenge uh, narrative. Uh, and they're saying simply, we're going out to judge you on the basis of race. It's illegal, but in so many cases, they're getting away with it.
1: Yeah, after that, forgive me for being a little skeptical, Bo Wells there. Again, folks. Paralleleconomy.com. Give us a shot, man. This stuff is only going to get worse. Get yourself into the parallel economy now. Set yourself a true social account up, a rumble account up. Get away from these lunatics. You don't need it. Okay. One quick note on a news item you're going to hear about in the coming days, Uh, Joe Biden. And this is the right story, not the framing. The left is going to apply to it. I just want to warn you right now. Joe Biden is preparing to shut down the government. Um, and use the government shutdown, he shut down as a leverage point for even more spending to worsen inflation and bankrupt you. That is exactly what's happening. That is a fact. I always back up my show with facts and data. The debt ceiling, we're about to reach it on Thursday, meaning the government can't spend any more money. The debt ceiling's been reached. You can't accumulate any more debt to be more precise. The Republicans have said, listen, we're in the middle of a massive spending crisis. So tell you what, we're going to, because we have the power of the purse in the House. That's how it works, right, fellas? Everybody read the whole Constitution thing. So they have the power of uh, the purse. They're saying, listen, that's fine. Uh, we'll vote to increase the debt ceiling in exchange for some spending control so we don't go bankrupt. Biden's saying, I won't sign that. I don't have the power of the purse, but I have the veto power. So I'm going to veto that to shut the government down. Now, it's going to be framed as Republicans shutting the government down. Why? because it's left-wing media communists who want the country to go bankrupt. But I want you to be absolutely clear. The Republicans are prepared right now, because they have the power of the purse, to hike the debt ceiling in exchange for common sense, spending restraints that won't bankrupt us. And it's Biden who wants the government shut down because he wants to use it as a weapon. Don't forget that. I want to end with this cut because it's a darn good one. Tucker's show last night, I had not heard this, so let me just be, I have not been able to independently verify this, so I want to be clear from the start. Having said that, it's a fascinating theory. Remember the FAA meltdown that happened last week where their NOTAM system, their notice to airmen? I'm not, no, I'm not refused to call it notice to air missions. That's, woke crap. It's notice to airmen. It's a nationwide system where they send out notices to pilots saying, hey, don't fly here, fly there, whatever. The system broke down, but that's what they said. And flights were grounded across the country for the first time since 9-11. And a lot of people, fellas, had a lot of questions about that. They were like, gosh, that's kind of strange. The system just broke down. I mean, was it like a cyber attack on our air infrastructure? I mean, it only shut down the whole country. Well, Tucker had an interesting theory about that because apparently it didn't only happen in the United States. This attack on that system happened in Canada and the Philippines too. This blew my mind last night, Saw it sort of on the Tucker Carlson show. Check out his theory about how that may relate to Bitcoin. Check this out.
3: So what if the same people or similar people just did something very much like that to the FAA and then to the government in Canada and also the government of the Philippines? Now, if that were actually happening, the Biden administration would never tell us in a million years. They would lie about it like they lie about everything else. They would have Mayor Pete claim it was a software glitch from a contractor. And they would lie to us because they would not want us to know that they had been so utterly reckless and negligent and distracted by equity concerns that they had allowed some foreign hostile group to take control of our FAA. But the lie could only cover so much because there would be signs of it. Almost all ransoms like this are paid in Bitcoin. So if the US government was buying huge amounts of Bitcoin in order to pay a ransom, Bitcoin prices would surge, of course. So the question is, has that happened? Oh, yes, it has happened. Since the nationwide ground stop last Thursday, the price of Bitcoin has shot up about 20%. Is that a coincidence? We asked Pete Buttigieg to come on the show tonight to let us know. Unfortunately, he did not respond to our request. So we'll keep asking.
1: Now, I can't confirm that uh, through sources I have, but interesting theory, right? Was there some kind of cyber attack on our weak cyber infrastructure that shut down air traffic across the United States? Fascinating. I want to leave you with that. Ponder that one for a little while. Kick that around. Ruminate on that for a little bit. How destructive that would be if that actually happened. All right, folks. Thanks again for tuning in. I really appreciate it. If you wouldn't mind, we had an amazing day yesterday. A ton of new followers and subscribers on both Apple, Spotify, and Rumble. We added about 100,000 people on Rumble last week. It's rumble.com slash Bongino. It's free, absolutely free on all those platforms, and it helps us tremendously when staying on the charts so that people can find the show. You'd be doing us a huge favor if you don't just listen, but subscribe and follow. Deeply appreciate it. I'll see you back here tomorrow. You just
0: heard Dan Bongino.